I'm Melissa. And I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast that helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life. Jim, do you want to hear about what you're going to learn today? More than anything in the world. <laughs> today we're going to talk about how microwaves work. Whoa. I'm so excited because um, last week we... Listen, sometimes I don't bring my lunch. And then Jam and his wife provide me with food and so last week after we recorded i we are heating up ramen noodles don't judge us they're really good yep very good and, and good for you i'm not sure they're good for you i think they are they're if you good. don't look at the nutrition facts then they are they're good for your soul yeah and for your nostalgia yes growing up i had ramen noodles and dr pepper like every day for lunch yeah. in the summertime i love dr pepper okay so I was watching you heat up your ramen noodles and uh -huh. I started to say, do you want to know how? And then I realized that that was the premise of this show and I couldn't just start telling you science outside of it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like, I can't remember how it came up either, but there's a moment where I knew that you were then immediately consciously holding back information. <laughs> and I was like, dang it. Ever since then, I've been like, I can't wait to talk about how microwaves work. Yeah. So we're going to talk about how microwaves work today. You're going to learn that. You're also, I'm going to explain if you've ever noticed that little plate inside the microwave doesn't mm -hmm. get hot, mm -hmm. but your dishes do. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. Oh, gosh. And then you're going to explain it all back to me. Okay. Okay. So that's what we're going to do today. Three easy steps. I'm so excited. I think it'll be very fun. And I've been waiting literally one whole week to tell you about it. <laughs> Okay, so before we do that, though, how, how has your week been? It's been pretty good. I roasted a lot of coffee this week, which, <laughs> like, the amount of coffee I roast in a week uh, and a measurement of how happy I am, those are very correlated. <laughs> uh, and uh, to try to put it scientifically. And I started, like, putting a lot more intentional effort into job hunting. Nice. Um, I've been in between things and trying to get a grip on life a little bit, but trying mm -hmm. to see what's out there and send resumes and applications and stuff and just kind of see what happens. Nice. So yeah, it's been good. It's, you know, it's weird because it, I don't know what's going to happen, but. But kind of exciting. Yeah, a little bit. The unknown's exciting. Yeah. And in the meantime, your full-time job is to podcast and hang out with me, yep. right? Podcast, roast coffee, hang out with you, drink coffee that I roast <laughs> and... Uh, try to sell stuff and clean out a garage and household stuff. Be a stay-at-home dad, even though we don't have any kids. That's, I think that's just called the stay-at-home husband. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have dogs. So what about you? How's your week been? Um, my week's been good. I could talk about all the good things that happened, like how I saw all these friends and people that I love, but instead I'm going to tell you about the bad thing that happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because That's it, the thing that sticks out more. <laughs> and it just happened. So yesterday at around 5 o'clock, in Texas in the summer, it dawned on all of us that our AC had broken. Oh, no. It dawned on me and my roommate, Ryan. We were home. We thought it was the batteries for the thermostat. We uh -huh. replaced them. Then it just kept getting hotter. Oh, no. <laughs> it was terrible. So last night, I, I learned something new about myself through this experience. I thought I hated wind being on me. Yeah. So... I was like, this is just going to be terrible. I'm just going to have to put this wind tunnel, giant wind tunnel fan that I stole from Sarah Glenesque three years ago facing on me uh -huh. and just sleep that way. And I woke up so often because like the little hairs around my face were tickling or uh -huh. I was getting blasted in the face, depending on which direction I was laying. It was terrible. 
And then I realized I could move the fan to where it blew on my body, but not on my face. And then you're actually able to sleep. And then I was able to sleep. Yeah. And that's when I realized that it's not that I hate wind on me. It's that I hate wind in my face. Interesting. I also hate water in my face. Um, So apparently it's just like fluid in my face of any kind. Or just like you just don't want things in your face that you're not used to having there. Maybe. I don't know. Other people don't mind it. I like avoid getting my face wet in the shower. Huh. And I don't put my head underwater if I can help it when I'm swimming. Interesting. I hate it. So that's a little inside fact about me that I don't feel like many people know. Yeah. Hopefully no one just has to use that against you. <laughs> they could. I think they I would run up to you and they like have <laughs> yeah. a fan. And they're like, hey. I would be really mad if someone did that. Okay. So microwaves? So microwaves. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, do you know at all how microwaves work? Hmm. Um, I don't think I do. Yeah. Well, um, I learned when I was in grad school. Uh-huh. And I have looked up some things to fact check this. I can't find this explicitly stated anywhere in a textbook, but uh-huh. it seems like the most logical explanation. My professor taught me in uh, my analytical chemistry class, shout out Dr. Verbeck, about how microwaves work. Mm-hmm. So ovens, regular ovens, not microwave ovens, Yeah, they just get hot. Yeah. They just get hot and then so your, your food also gets hot because it's in an environment where heat's being put in. Mm-hmm. Microwaves don't, don't do that. Yeah. They work by only heating up water particles in your food. Mm, okay. That's it. That's how microwaves work. How can they only heat up water? <laughs> in um, we, I'll tell you. I'll answer that question. Okay. But before I answer that question, I want you to like think through some of the implications of what it means that it only heats up the water pot- particles. Okay. And only heats, heats up water. So that's really good for food because so much of our food has some type of moisture Mm-hmm. in it i mean like probably everything we eat mm-hmm. has some amount of that so what if there's not very much water in it and you're heating up the water that's in it would that water get really hot really fast because there's not very much of it well it's not necessarily that it'll get really hot really fast but it some of the water always heats up enough to turn into steam uh-huh. so you're losing water and moisture got it so have you ever reheated chicken Yes. Oh, yeah. And it dries out. Yeah. The key is to put more water on there. Got it. Mm-hmm. Or just to go ahead and reheat it in the oven. Yeah, or just reheat it in the oven. That's fine, too. Um, so because it only heats up the water particle, particles, it can dry food out because mm-hmm. some of that water will evaporate every time. Okay. And that means if there's any water in your dish that has absorbed into the surfaces of your dish, mm-hmm. that your dish is going to heat up, too. Okay. Interesting. Because there's like mm-hmm. some bowls or dishes that, that get way hotter than others. Mm-hmm. And it's like annoying because it's like, dang it, why is this like molten hot? Yes. So it probably is made from a cheaper material or it doesn't have a, as good of a seal on it. So uh-huh. it has absorbed moisture and then you're heating up that moisture. Okay. So that is why that happens. Yeah. Can you think of why the plate inside the microwave never gets hot? Is it because if you're doing it right, it doesn't touch the food at all? 
and doesn't have moisture in it? It definitely doesn't have moisture in it. So they make it in such a way that there's no moisture and it's not going to absorb moisture. That's pretty crazy. Dude, I have a story about this. Okay, tell me. One time, when I was a kid. <laughs> this is unexpected. I'm excited. <laughs> our microwave plate, like that glass one that's the revolving, like exploded in the microwave. Serious? And by exploded, I mean as a kid, that's like the memory I have of it. It probably just cracked really loudly Dang. into several pieces. In my mind, it was like, what the heck? It like added to the mystery of Whoa. of um, microwaves. But I'm guessing it's possible there maybe like was a nick in it or something mm-hmm. like that. And then it was able to get some moisture in there. And then because the rest of it couldn't, it was like this super uh, imbalanced thing going on. Yeah, but I don't it, know. It was very, and then we had that microwave for a long time. We didn't have a plate. <laughs> and it, it just, you just kept didn't, using it. Or did you put the bowls or whatever right on the revolving thing without a plate to balance it? <laughs> I don't know what we did. Now that I think about it, we, had, we still had the microwave for a long time, but I don't know how we managed that. <laughs> well, so now you know the basics of how it works. Isn't yeah. that amazing? Yeah, that's crazy. It's amazing to me that they figured out how to make plates that would never get hot in the microwave. Yeah. Also, why don't we just have all our dishes like that? Yeah, that would make a big difference because, mm-hmm. I mean, it seriously, it's a regular thing where I'm like, okay, I have to get a pot holder just to, just because I'm a little bit scared about how hot this thing's going to be. Right. I assume that there's some other drawbacks mm-hmm. to having that kind of dishware, but maybe it's like very expensive or something, but it seems like it would be worth it. I do have some dishes that I don't feel heat up as much, Yeah, but... That one, there's no heating. Yeah. Okay. Now you know that. Now you know the basics of how microwaves work. Mm -hmm. You could leave with that if you just wanted to. Okay. But I want to answer the question, how do you only heat water particles? Yeah, because that's like, for me, I feel like, okay, now I know what is happening to at least the food part. But I'm still like, how is this insane piece of technology doing this magic? Like... Mm -hmm. It is kind of weird. I wasn't, I mean, like it makes sense that maybe people were a little bit standoffish toward the microwave when it first came out because Mm -hmm. it is like a, hey, just stick this in there and press some (laughs) buttons and don't worry about it. Don't ask any questions. It's just like. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Just stop. Don't. It's not worth it. Don't ask. It's just (laughs) using waves. Okay. (laughs) It is using waves. That's true. Okay, so there are lots of... Speaking of waves, that was a good transition. It's kind of impressive that you said that, <laughs> not knowing what was coming next. <laughs> um, there are lots of different kinds of waves. Uh-huh. So, And you've heard of them. There are ultraviolet waves. Mm-hmm. That's UV. Mm-hmm. That's what gives you sunburns. Radio waves. You've heard of those. Mm-hmm. Visible light. That's waves. Like the like light that we see mm-hmm. is waves. And microwaves are waves. So they're waves with different amounts of energy, different wavelengths, Mm -hmm. and they sort of fall into these categories on a scale. Okay. So every single molecule will absorb in certain ranges of those types of waves. Okay. Not those exclusively, but they'll absorb different amounts of energy based on the type of molecule they are. And that has to do with the shelves that we talked about briefly in our Q&A episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Where if you have different abilities for electrons to move up and down on different energy shelves is the best way I can think of it. It will absorb different amounts of energy to move that electron up and down. Okay. Okay. Absorb, move it up, let off energy to come down. So every molecule will absorb in 
a particular type of wave uh-huh. is the best way I can describe it in the time that we have. So water absorbs, has a nice broad absorption mm-hmm. in the microwave region. Okay. So it can absorb microwaves, whereas other things maybe won't absorb microwaves. Got it. So just before the, the microwave piece of technology existed, water as a substance just already can absorb microwaves, not mm-hmm. the, yeah. Yes. Not created, not necessarily created by like some machine, but just it already is the case. Right. Okay. So microwaves already, microwaves, the waves, yeah. not the box, Yeah. existed. And we knew that water absorbed, I don't know how they invented microwaves, but I'm assuming they knew that water absorbed in that region. Yeah. And then they thought, hey, what if we create a box that emits microwaves in a contained environment and heats up water in food. Yeah. Okay. Can you think of something that doesn't absorb in the microwave region hmm. that might cause problems if exposed to microwaves? Like metal? <laughs> yeah. So metal will reflect that instead of absorb it. Uh-huh. And then it will cause those electric sparks between the metal spoon or whatever and the walls of the box and can burn holes in it. And that's why metal will, quote, explode in the microwave. Yeah. Because it's reflecting those energy things and putting it into a pattern that it wasn't expecting and causing sparks of electricity. One time, my friend in third grade (laughs) was heating up some... (laughs) I've got a lot of microwave stories. Yeah, this is crazy. (laughs) He was heating up some tortillas and he accidentally left the twist tie on. Mm -hmm. And it was classic because it's like, it's metal, but -hmm. it's surrounded by like pretty much like paper. I think that was like one of the cheaper... Twist that so it was like paper. Right. So it just started burning. It caught on fire though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> His lunch suffered. Oh man. Yeah. Did the microwave suffer? I think he caught it in time or our teacher did, something like that. Okay. But, yeah. So that's it. You got it. Now you should know enough to be able to explain to me how microwaves work. Do you have any questions before we move into the you teach Melissa portion? Do you, maybe it's not chemistry, maybe it's like electronics or something but how does that box of microwave create microwaves like is that something you know how that happens or is it i don't know there's a thing inside the microwave that generates microwaves okay but i'm not sure how and i think that would be chemistry it would be somewhat interdisciplinary because yeah a lot of waves and energy stuff is physics, but it's also important to know to understand chemistry, like yeah. why things absorb in these regions. And we use that technology, that absorb, yeah. absorbance technology in a lot of things. That technology is key to the research that I did on solar cells yeah. before I got, while I was working on my master's. Uh-huh. Okay, now can you explain it back to me? Okay, I'll do my best. So I love this part because I'm just going to drink my cold brew. Actually, and, and I ran out of coffee, you. so I don't even have anything to drink. <laughs> well, uh, that's okay because it's your list, your talking time and my true. listening okay, time. Okay, I need to focus. Don't think about drinks. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, food has... I'm going to start from the the user side. I'm thinking like I've got some food. I want it to get hot, all right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. food, the good thing about it, um, in this case is that a lot of it has some amount of moisture in it. Some of it has a lot in there. Mm-hmm. Um, like soup, like soup is like, yeah, <laughs> almost <laughs> more moisture than not. So, um, so you put it in the microwave and, um, 
water already, just like the basic water without thinking about it being part of a uh, bowl of food, um, already absorbs microwaves. Mm -hmm. That's right. Okay. Um, It's already true that that's the case based on like just the waves out there in the world that Mm -hmm. can happen from things Mm -hmm. like ultraviolet and the other ones you mentioned. Right. And Um, that, those, all those waves, I forgot to say this earlier, I think, but are it's called the electromagnetic spectrum. That doesn't really matter a ton, but you might remember that from high school or physics or whatever, that there's a spectrum of waves and it's called the electromagnetic okay, spectrum. Okay, yeah, that does sound familiar, actually. Um, and so water already just absorbs and, and responds to microwaves. And so when you take it into the context of food and how much water is in a lot of food, if you can have a thing like a box that can pump out a lot of microwaves, Mm -hmm. then it would, um, the water in food would respond to it and heat up. That's just like the natural response of water to. It's not that it's responding. It's just that it's taking in energy. And as it's taking in energy, it heats up. Got it. Those waves are energy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Energy has to happen somehow. And in this case, it's waves. Yes. Okay. So the, the waves are causing the molecules to heat up. Yeah. As they're absorbing the energy from those waves, they begin to heat up. Got it. And the things in the microwave that aren't mm-hmm. getting hot do not have moisture or have like some, like are made of material and then also sealed or whatever. So they don't like really take in any moisture mm-hmm. so that ideally just the food is what's getting hot. Right. And it, I believe with those things that aren't reflecting waves, those microwaves are just passing through and it's not causing any harm Mm -hmm. no absorption no reflection just passing on through okay yeah and one thing you said that i thought was pretty cool is that it's actually okay and very uh, good to put metal things in the microwave like that (laughs) was really new information to me yeah it's a really that is what i said that's absolutely that's exactly right i'm really excited to make lunch now (laughs) yeah and i think that Maybe reflect isn't exactly the right word. That gets into a little bit more of the physics side of things. But mm-hmm. the important thing to take away is that water absorbs the energy from microwaves uh-huh. and heats up. And metal can't do that same thing. Yeah. It's not interacting with the microwaves in the same way yeah. that water interacts with microwaves and absorbs them and heats up in a nice, positive, safe way. It does something crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the things that are in the middle that are like neutral because they're not metal and they're not water. Yeah, at, and they, at least in this, in the very simplified categories that right. matter to most of us. Right. It's like the plate. It's like, okay, it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. Right. Exactly. So you got it. That's it. Man, that's awesome. Gosh, that one's cool. I'm excited about <laughs> microwaves. I mean, they're still a little freaky, but it's, it's in a cool way. It almost is as if you're taking uv from the sun only instead of uv it's microwaves which people don't think about microwaves for whatever reason in the same way they know about uv waves or radio waves they don't everyone just thinks microwaves are the box they don't realize that microwaves are waves but it's basically harnessing the special type of wave and using it exactly the way you want to yeah it's pretty cool it's pretty powerful again scientists have superpowers yeah that's definitely superpower they can harness the world's things and use it to their will bend it according to their will i mean think about if that was a superpower that a super uh, hero had was just like microwaves <laughs> like how crazy would that be you point your hands and like out of i imagine out of your little fingers comes little waves and wouldn't that be pretty damaging to a person if you like 
say like I would oh, like absolutely. On There's lots hand. of water in people. Oh yeah, that would absorb that. Also, I forgot to tell you. I think this is so cool and also a little bit like a superpower. Uh-huh. I learned this on an episode of Radio Lab. Is the first podcast that I ever loved. Mm-hmm. It's such a good podcast. It teaches you so much about science. There's, uh, I also love it. <laughs> there's a creature called a, a shrimp. What is that? A mantis shrimp mm-hmm. that has way more cones in its eyes than humans do. Yeah. I'm not going to get into this. So go just listen to that episode. But they have theorized that that little guy can see waves other than what's visible to us. So not just other visible light waves, but potentially maybe like microwaves right. or radio waves or something We've like that. We've defined visible light based on what we can see, but yeah. it's possible that other waves are visible to him, to yeah. him, to this mantis shrimp. Yeah. All of them. Him or her. Him or her, them, all of them. They, it's possible that they can see more than we can see. So they yeah. could maybe see the near IR waves and the ultraviolet waves and they could see more than us possibly. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Yeah. I also listened to the episode and now I need to re-listen to it because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But gosh, that's fascinating. Yeah. So um, mantis shrimp and scientists have superpowers. Wow. This is the big takeaway. Thanks, Jim. And all of you out there listening for learning about microwaves and science some more today. And just like microwaves, Melissa and I have a lot of ideas about topics of, of chemistry in everyday life, but we want to hear from you of ideas that you have. If you have questions or thoughts, you can reach out to us at Gmail or on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Chem for Your Life. That's Chem, F-O-R, Your Life, to share thoughts and ideas about future episodes. Um, and you can also respond to, to previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And if you enjoy this podcast, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you really like it, you can write a review on Apple Podcasts that can help us to share chemistry with even more people. This episode of Chemistry for Your Life was created by Melissa Collini and Jam Robinson. Jam Robinson is our producer, and we'd like to give a special thanks to A. Kiwasong and V. Garza, who reviewed this episode.